0: welcome to inspire sunday my name is christy pickett and i'm the director of missions here at tfrc and i pray and plan for this day for a lot of the year and the mission of god is a focal point to us which is reconciliation of all nations through jesus christ and inspire sunday is an act of obedience for god and to his mission and we want to impact the world for his kingdom and i hope today that you get inspired to be a part of the mission of God. We're gonna talk about the mission of God throughout the Bible. And we're gonna start in Genesis 12, one through three. And it's the call of Abram. God called him to go. From his country, his people, his father's household, and they were going to make a he, God was going to make a great nation and bless him. But there's a purpose and a why there. If we read at the very end of it, it says, "And all peoples on earth will be blessed through him." And there's the why and the purpose. Psalm 67, one through one and two, may God be gracious to us and bless us and make His face shine upon us so that your ways may be known on earth, your salvation among all nations. And Revelations 7, 9 through 11, talks about a great multitude that no one can count from every nation, tribe, and language. They all cry out, salvation belongs to our God. That's the purpose That's the why, that every nation, tribe, people, and language will glorify God. So what do we do with that? Well, the Bible is super clear. In Matthew 28, the Great Commission calls us to go. We're called to go and make disciples. He's going to be there with us, but ultimately we're going to make disciples. And so what does that look like and what do we use? And that brings us to our scripture reading today. Dan Voorhees from our mission team is going to read scripture for us. Dan, please make your way up to the podium. If you're able, please stand. We read from the center of the room to remind us that scripture should be central to our lives. And we stand because we believe that this is the very word of God. Dan, read whenever you're ready from 1 Peter 4, 10 and 11.
1: To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen.
0: Thank you, Dan. You can all be seated. So it's clear we're supposed to use our gifts. We've all got them. God has blessed us with gifts. And if you look at the very end of that, it's so important, the so, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power forever. We are all called to use our gifts to serve others with God's strength for his glory. But where are we called to go? Acts 1 8 is our missional theme verse here at the church. And it talks about Jerusalem, which is our magic valley. It talks about in all of Judea, which is the northwest part of the country to us, and Samaria, which is the United States and to the ends of the earth, which is everywhere else. And we're called to at least one of those locations, and I would argue probably more. And there isn't an or there, there's an and, and that's intentional. People often tell me that we need to be doing more locally because the needs are so great right here around us. Or we need to be doing more in Africa because They have so much need. I always agree with them. And I tell them that if God is putting that on your heart, then he's calling you to be a part of that area somehow with your gifts. If you're passionate about local families, then connect with Mustard Seed. If you're passionate about reaching people in urban inner cities, connect with the Way Out Ministry. And if you're passionate about global ministries, Connect with the Tom Ministries. If you think we're not doing enough in that area, then that is where God is calling you. And it might be more than one area and more than one mission partner. But if everyone responds to their calling as a community of faith, the impact we could make for reaching all nations would be immeasurable. We have a new opportunity today to meet uh, a new mission partner, Remember New. They focus on the prevention of human trafficking. And we have the honor of having Tim Greger here with us today, Director of Overseas Operations. Let's welcome him up.
1: Good morning, you guys, thank you. I am blessed to be here. Uh, I am not an expert. I just was willing to be used by God, as many of you can be. Uh, If you have a willing heart, He can do great things through you. Uh, Well, thanks
0: for being here, Tim. (laughs) Appreciate it. Thank you. tell us about Remember New.
1: Okay, so Remember New is a ministry I've been a part of now for eight years. Uh, It was started in November of 2003 when a businessman from Ohio heard the story of a 12-year-old Vietnamese girl living in Cambodia. When Carl Heard New had been sold... By your family into the mm-hmm. sex trade, God impressed upon Carl's heart the two words, Remember New. During the next three years, Carl took six trips to Cambodia looking for New and doing research to learn what could be done to prevent children from being sold into the sex trades. Carl found New in July of 2006, and he hired her in September of 2006 to be the first employee of Remember New. We opened our first children's home in Cambodia with children from the very neighborhood where New was sold in January of 2007. Now fast- forward to today. Remember, New has 100 children homes in 16 countries around the world.
0: Awesome. And we have
1: prevented more than 2,000 children from being sold in the sex trades. Praise God. In the worst moments of news life, that first night she was being sold and abused, she was not focused on her pain, but prayed for God to use her to prevent other children from being sold. Uh, I do want you to know, New is in a great place, she's married, she has a baby, she lives in Portland, Oregon, uh, and she is she's a walking example of what the word joy means. Mm-hmm. Um, God has fully redeemed her. Uh,
0: so Tim, what impact does your ministry have on Kids and Kingdom, which
1: okay, kind well, of touched on
0: I, that already, but yeah, you can expand. Uh,
1: uh, our focus at Remember New is to protect children from being entered into the sex trades through prevention so that they never they never get to the point where they're, they're abused. We do this by identifying children at risk, and we offer their families help through bringing them into one of our homes. Uh, we focus on meeting their spiritual, physical, and emotional needs. Our children are now in a place where they can be happy, healthy, and free the way God intended them to be. In our homes, they have Christian house parents who are indigenous. They're... they're uh, there are other children like them who live in the homes. They're surrounded by love. They go to school, they help out with family chores. They do all the same things we do here, crafts together, homework, uh, church on Sundays with, the, with neighboring homes. Um, and many choose to accept Jesus as their savior. As children, they, be, uh, they get the choice, they can go to university or a trade school, like new taught uh, girls to, t- to do nails, to learn a skill in a trade. Um, or some of them come back to work on staff in the very homes that they were raised in um, or they return to their villages and they take the gospel to places that we can't mm-hmm. take them there is a ripple effect uh, they accept Jesus and they go back and they tell others uh, where they're from, who, who he is
0: yeah, awesome so can you please share a personal story with yeah. you and yes, yeah, so I have a
1: few photos uh, my wife and I were called um, we were asked to be in the part of this ministry and 2012, uh, we were parents-to-be, and I think being exposed to a news story uh, and the thought of this happening to a child, or could I be desperate enough to be in this kind of situation where I would think about giving up my child, uh, my immediate response was, let's pray about this, but yes, absolutely, we'll go. And so my wife and I, with a six-month-old son, our first, moved to Chiang Mai, Thailand, and we went there to build a children's home. Um, And while we were there, This, on the left, we'll call her T, the little one. Um, I'll tell you her story. We got to know her through just being around the kids. We would drive them to church on Sundays in my truck. It was kind of like a picture truck that was full of seats. Uh, I would put all the oldest girls in the back and the little girls in in the cab. And uh, we would tell stories and they would teach us Thai and we would speak English to them. And, you know, um, we got to know them and she would sit on the patio with us and she loved our son's snacks because they were similar in age. And uh, this next picture is a picture of her with her, the girls that live in her home. So these are, I call them siblings, they're not related, uh, but they're kids that come from a similar background. And they live in our homes, and they have house parents and helpers uh, who take care of them. Um, and T was... Uh, Our house parent went, our house mom went to the market, the day market to buy groceries and she was approached by this child's mother who was begging and she had asked her for money and had actually offered to give her the child for $150 US because she was uh, poor and and could not support her. The child kept reaching out to our house mom saying, you know, don't, don't leave, don't leave and uh, we couldn't take the child and pay her for it, that's trafficking and so She came back, made a bunch of phone calls, and we came up with a plan, and she went back desperately to the market searching for this child, hoping she could find her, and she did. Uh, And so we gave them supplies and took care of them, the parents, and and we brought her into our home. And both parents sadly passed away of HIV. Um, But she is now, uh, this last picture, she's a sixth grader, she's 11 years old. and we've gotten to see her uh, every trip we've gone back. Um, I hope you guys get to experience uh, the love that are, is in these homes, the joy of these children.
0: So how can we partner with Remember New now and in the future?
1: There's three ways that we ask people to partner with us. One is through prayer. Um, you know, we have staff all around the globe. Uh, mm-hmm. We have staff based here in the U.S. We're all volunteers. So pray for uh, God's hand to move in this um, in s- sex trafficking that we would be successful in ending it through prevention, um, that God's hand would move and uh, he'd bring more workers. Um, uh, we're an all-volunteer staff, we're self-supported. Um, our house parents are, are so gracious with their lives, they give them to these kids, so they have their own children many time in the home and they're taking care of as many with help, 20-plus kids, uh, which I couldn't fathom, but they, uh, they love these children as their own um, so, prayer for them, uh, and um, that these children, they would be, God would would uh, impress, they would know who he is and accept him, all of our children. A um, uh, second way you can uh, support Remember News through financial giving, we have a uh, sponsorship available in the uh, foyer, um, we've chosen one home so that you guys as a body can support siblings so to speak Um, and uh, or you could support staff members special projects or needs um, in the homes uh, such as computers for instance Uh, COVID brought that on that was a huge need to have computers in each home Mm -hmm. Um, or special holidays we do special meals and things for the kids and we invite communities to to join in. And the third way is to tell others who we are and what we Mm do Um, people who are passionate about. Ending trafficking, um, who have experience um, f- uh, f- uh, in rehabilitation um, or justice for children, you know, um, you, can, you can get involved or, or share what we do with others. Yeah. Our website's remembernew.org. Oh,
0: perfect. Thank you so much for being here and sharing. Thank you. So thank you. let's thank him. Tim will have a table in the octagon, so please go by and check it out, meet him, learn how you can prayerfully be a part of that ministry. So I've been on a journey the last few years, but especially the last few months, trying to discern what's the next steps for me in that mission of God. I've been praying for God to show me, and he's been so faithful through so many sources. I've had the opportunity to be a part of a Mission Perspective class, which is a new class here in the Magic Valley. It talks about how the mission of God you know, weaves through the whole Bible. I'll encourage anybody that is passionate about missions to go talk to them. They have the table in the octagon today, and it will help shape your perspective for God's mission. I also just finished a book, Radical, by David Platt. And it's been part of my journey, and it's been so convicting to me. There's a phrase in there that says, enjoy the grace, extend his glory. God has challenged me in this. Do I sometimes enjoy the grace of Jesus Christ, but I forget to extend his glory? I think I'm really good at enjoying his grace. Through all my cancer journey, recovery, and finding a new norm, I've been so good at that enjoying the grace and the peace and comfort that comes from that grace. But I don't think I extend God's glory enough. God's grace was so comforting to me when I found out that I had a blood cancer and the doctor said I may not even make it to the hospital to live. I feared death, but not for me. I was going to heaven, but I didn't want to leave my family and especially my son. God's grace and peace came to me, and he said they were mine before they were yours. And I knew he would provide for him. He provided peace through all of my cancer fight. And when I was post-bone marrow transplant and on my way to recovery, I developed cancer anorexia, and I almost died from it. At this point, I was only awake two hours a day. My body wouldn't absorb any nutrients, no matter what I did, and I was miserable. I was crying out to God one day, asking for Him just to take me. I was so ready to meet him face-to-face and be done with all my struggles and all my pain. And I heard him say, selfish. And I pleaded my case to him, reminding him of my situation. And how silly is that? Of course he knew. He knew everything. But I felt him say, how many people won't come to know me through your story? And like all of us, we all have stories, and they're all meant to share them for His glory. God doesn't always say what we want to hear, and He doesn't call us where we want to go usually. But I've experienced His grace and peace again in that situation, realizing I still had work to be done and I would obey Him and keep moving forward. See, before my health challenges, I relied on my own strength way too much. Post-cancer and transplant, I rely on God's strength. Just like it says in our scripture reading today in 1 Peter 4, To be honest with you, most days, I don't have enough to get all the way through the day. But God's strength steps in. And I'm still on this journey, and God's strength is with me through this. There's so many people out there in this world that they will not see heaven without us. Over three billion people are in unreached people groups. And they don't have the opportunities to be sitting here like we are today. Not to mention all the other people that God has blessed us to be a part of their lives every day. God has put this on my heart with urgency. And just maybe there's some of you out there that have that on their, your hearts as well. My prayer today is that we find God's plan for our lives in his mission. As his church, we extend his glory in miraculous ways for the kingdom reaching all nations. Please pray with me. Thank you, Jesus, so much for being able to be here today and to worship you. Please be with all our brothers and sisters out there that don't have this opportunity, Lord, to to praise and worship you together as a church. Please be with everybody here that we find, through the Holy Spirit's guidance, how we are supposed to be a part of your mission. We thank you and praise you, Lord, for all that you do for us and all the grace and the peace and the comfort that you send us and help us extend your glory. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Amen.